Welcome to Envisioned Broadcasting. Envisioned Broadcasting. The station designed to encourage, equip, and empower you for growth and success. An affiliate of Direct Impact Broadcasting and Creative Broadcasting. Presenting the Empower Hour with Jerisha. A show that shares the stories behind the journeys of leaders, influencers, and motivators. The Empower Hour with Jerisha begins now. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Empower Hour with Jerisha. I am your host, Jerisha Moore. A little bit about myself, I am a best-selling author with over 18 years of combined experience in education, finance, healthcare, business management, and development, and sales, owner and founder of Empower on Purpose, LLC, where we provide leadership training and personal professional coaching and consulting services certified coach, speaker, and trainer with the John Maxwell team, and owner of Envision Broadcasting Radio Station. So today's empowerment quote is, I never dream about success. I've worked for it. By Estee Lauder. This is such an amazing quote, and I think I say that every single week. So I'm telling you guys that I absolutely love this quote. I never dreamed about success. I worked for it. I think we often get caught up in the dream world, and at the end of the day, there is nothing wrong with dreaming, but you can't just dream and not put action to it. Most of us spend hours and months and even years dreaming about standing on a stage singing, perhaps, or maybe giving a motivational speech, or getting the keys to your dream house, or perhaps even, or even opening up your own bakery shop or store. And those are things that we dream about for years upon years. But the idea doesn't shift or manifest because we don't want to go through the struggles or put the blood, sweat, and tears, if you will, in it. And we don't want to fail. We don't want Suzy, Bob, Derek, or Tasha telling us, that uh, we're making a big mistake or how we can never succeed. We simply don't want to put all the action that it takes. You know, we don't want to put those things in place to manifest our dreams. So guess what? We continue dreaming and dreaming and dreaming and then wish. And some of us maybe have even used those shoulda, woulda, coulda, I know you guys know what I'm talking about. So I had an opportunity today to hop on a mastermind Zoom class with one of the great Bob Proctor. And the one thing you will never hear Bob Proctor, John Maxwell, or Tony Robbins say is don't worry about putting in the work. Just keep dreaming. Just keep dreaming about success. Any of them say what I would tell you is that they would say and have said that when it comes down to success, it requires work and then more work. So it starts with an idea or a dream. And after you have that idea or dream, the next thing you have to do is write it down. And think about that. Because even when you think about writing your dream or that idea down, that's work. That is work. It requires action. 
here's the bottom line, y'all. What we focus, we will attract. If you are focused on success and manifesting your dreams, then guess what? Your hard work will pay off or maybe has paid off. I know this all too well because this absolutely has been my story, and it is my story. But Bob Proctor says this, that it's the little things you do that can make a difference. What are you attempting to accomplish? What little thing can you do today? What will make you more effective? You don't realize this, but you are probably only one step away from, away from greatness. So I am really, really excited this evening to welcome my special guest, y'all. <laughs> my special guest this evening is Catherine James. Catherine James is the CEO of Sensational Living Training and Development, LLC. Catherine is a prolific and dynamic, dynamic international speaker, coach, and best-selling author who helps women or organizations go from stress to sensational by identifying obstacles and implementing steps to enhance leadership, communication, and revenue. She is committed to helping women business owners and executives fall back in love with their careers and their lives. Catherine has a unique ability to empower and embolden an audience like no other. Motivational, inspirational, and always approachable, Catherine's collaborative attitude is a breath of fresh air that allows her to authentically connect with audiences everywhere. Catherine's primary goal is to challenge her audience, her audience and clients to reach for a better version of themselves every day. She believes in the depth of her soul that everyone can live sensationally. Catherine spent more than 25 years in the corporate arena holding various management positions. She attained her bachelor's degree in business administration and a certificate for small business management and entrepreneurship from the University of Phoenix. She also holds a certificate for success coaching, financial coaching, and counseling women. She is currently pursuing a master's degree in performance psychology. Three of Catherine's greatest gifts from God include her husband of 25 years and her two adult children. Welcome, Catherine. How are you this evening? I'm so excited to have you on the show this evening. How are you? Hey, Jerisha, how are you? I am wonderful and so happy to be here with you. Absolutely. Thank so you. I just thank share you, some of you. your. Oh, you're so welcome. I just share some of your some of your amazing, and when I say amazing, absolutely amazing bio. Could you please just share maybe a little bit more about yourself and and um, what you do and how you truly you know got started um, in the business endeavor. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. So I like to start this question or answer this question in this manner because we always give our accolades and all of the greatness about us. And I want to say that, you know, although I am an international speaker and author and I have the opportunity to work with amazing women doing that thing that I love to do, this was not always my story. And things came to a head for me in 1998 while working in corporate America. I had 
believe that I did all that I was told I was supposed to do it by way of going to school and getting an education and getting a good job. And in my mind that if I had done all that I was supposed to do, life should be all right. But life was not feeling very right to me. And when I woke up every morning, things were looking very wrong. I was that woman who was burned out. I was that woman who was overwhelmed. I was that woman who felt like nothing I could do was going to bring me any type of joy or any type of satisfaction. And instead of finding a way out, I continued to forge through. I continued to press my way in this state. And in 1998, I found myself doing nothing but having enough strength to go to work every day, put a smile on my face, perform as I was supposed to perform, leave the car and drive to my home with my husband and children, walk past them, go to my bedroom to fall on my bed and cry myself to sleep. Mm. That was my story for a minimum of 90 days. I'm still trying to figure out how many days that lasted, a minimum of 90 days. That was my life every single day. I would get up, go to work, come home, and I'd go to my room to cry myself to sleep. Now, what I know now is there's something called functionally depressed. So people on the outside have absolutely no idea you're going through this because when you're in the room with people, you're able to perform. You put the smile on mm-hmm. and you act as though everything is okay. When I made it out of that, and how did I come out, it's simply I had to go back to my roots, and I would pray and ask God to give me strength to get up one more day. And in prayer, just praying and praying and praying, I began to hear words that I grew up on. My grandmother loved the Lord and would read her Bible all the Mm -hmm. time, and she would speak scriptures to me all the time. And as I laid in that bed one night, I began to hear her say, baby, just get up. You just got to get up. And then I could hear her reciting scriptures and then playing back, greater is he that is in me than he that is in who strengthens me. That became the breath and the air that I needed to start standing up again. And as a result, my purpose started to become more defined and to reveal itself. And I knew that I wasn't the only woman who looked like everything was great on the outside, but was slowly dying and suffering on the inside. It was my decision at that time. And when that passion really came to fruition, that this was my purpose. It was my purpose and passion to get to that woman who has the corporate job, who has the six-figure income, but while looking like a public success, completely feeling like a private failure. Mm, my goodness. That is so, that's, that's so real. And I say that because, as you mentioned, there's so many women out there who, you know, this is their story, and people don't know it. Um, I can, you know, attest that at one point, this was my story, too. Um, So that is so real. It's so real. My goodness. So I know that you actually said, um, I think it was on your website, are you tired of feeling overwhelmed and under 
undervalued, overextended, underappreciated, and under un, and unfulfilled. And mm-hmm. I, I truly would love for you just to go into a little bit more about what that truly, you know, you did share, you know, some, but what that truly mean, meant to you and actually overcoming it. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think that we, we get into a place of where we we just accept the status quo as our normal. And as I share my story and talk about the things I was experiencing, I have heard this story over and over and over again. I was going to a company that I didn't like and working with people I didn't particularly care for, and I'm not sure that they cared for me. <laughs> I liked the income mm-hmm. that it provided. But it was, it was sapping energy out of me. And I had to get in a place of where I could refuel and put more energy in me so that I can begin to think clearly. So the scriptures and, and hearing my grandmother speak was the thing that got me up. But what kept me going is I began to read books. I began to listen to cassettes. I always laugh when I say that because it's like really aging and dating myself. <laughs> But when I would get in my car in the morning, I would have a cassette playing. When I would come home in the evening, I would have a cassette playing. And at that time, that was all I had. That was all I knew to do. But those were the things that were really feeding me. I began to read Mm -hmm. people's autobiographies where they talked about, you know, going from, say, a rags to riches or struggling, but just continuing to go forward and go forward and go forward. And they finally arrived at a place that they could appreciate so it took me from feeling, you know, the overwhelm to a bit of excitement, like there's some hope. I can actually do something different, and I don't have to stay stuck here in this space or the state that I'm in. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, that it's so real, and I, I, I think that, again, because of the fact that I – you know, and I had to make it personal because of, you know, some of the challenges and struggles I went through as well with feeling overwhelmed and being the one that everyone looks at as, oh, yes. you know, she's so strong and, you know, yes. she's the one that's the rock of the family, you know, and so it's like, okay, you almost feel like you can't be vulnerable. You can't, you know, right. show that, that, you know, maybe inside you're hurting or, or you know, you just, you can't show that almost in a sense like that, that weak. I know that weakness. Mm-hmm. Um, and so mm-hmm. that was something that I, I felt like I had to show behind closed doors, like by myself, yes. you know? Yes. So, yeah. oh my goodness, that is, um, that is, it's, you know, it's, it really is it's so real because I, again, I know that I am not out. I'm not the only one out there. There's so many women mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that are out there, you know, being a mother and just going through some of these things and, you know, feeling overextended and, feeling uh-huh. underappreciated and not really knowing how to channel that, um, yes. and, you know, in a healthy way for them to be able to, you know, break out and overcome, overcome that uh-huh. similar to yourself. Uh-huh. You know, I did turn to books and prayer. Um, uh-huh. I would listen to, uh, you know, I recorded, I remember recording myself listening. I'm going to start recording myself repeating prayers and would play that uh-huh. every single morning because I needed mm-hmm. to be able to feed, you know, my energy and put in good things to keep me going. And, 
you know, yes. prayers throughout the day and all of that. So, yes, absolutely. Yes. I would, you know, definitely encourage, you know, the listeners out there mm-hmm. that, um, you know, certainly you're not alone. You know, if this right, is right. your story, this is, you know, where you're at in your journey, you're definitely not a- alone. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to talk a little bit more about some ways to kind of, you know, that you utilize to help you overcome that. Um mm-hmm. You actually say that to trust the authentic brilliance, and I would love if you would go into details as far as what you truly mean about about trusting the authentic brilliance. That gives me chills every time I read it, every time I hear it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I think that we all have an internal compass that directs us and guides us. And too often, that compass is ignored because it looks different than what we've seen. And some of, like you were saying during the opening, because Susie doesn't approve of it, or Johnny has never said that that's something that could be accomplished. And so we ignore that internal compass. But I believe that everything we need, we were created with everything we need, and it's inside of us. If we would simply listen to that compass, it's it's where all of your greatest ideas come from. If we were to act on those ideas, if we were to act on those beliefs, not the negative chatter that we are prone to listen to, but the big Mm -hmm. ideas, the things that we're afraid to share with people because they're going to say, you're crazy. That's never going to happen. But it's, it's really showing up in your most, most, I'm looking for a word different than authentic, your most unique, your most Mm -hmm. genuine self where you're no longer pretending to please others, you're no longer pretending so that you can attempt to look as though you're something you're not, but just totally exposed in who you are mm-hmm. and loving that aspect of you. Operating from that place is authentic brilliance. Yes, you know, and it's Interesting to say, yeah, because the whole time you were saying that, I, I was like, yes, absolutely, <laughs> yes, yes. And I say that, you know, because of the fact that, like you said, listening to what's inside inside of us, we uh-huh. it, uh, uh, we don't do that like we should. Right. You know, right. we don't go with that gut, that intuition that's there for a reason, and uh-huh. and you know. Similar to what you said, we want to, you know, have the approval of everyone else. And so we're not tapping into that authentic brilliance, as mm-hmm. you, you know, put it. And I, I absolutely love that. We have to learn yes. to trust that authentic, our authentic brilliance yes. so much. <laughs> so you also, yes. you also mentioned, go ahead, were you going to say something else? No, no. I'll be, I'll be off on a tangent. Listen, I know it's a time. 
Yes, because I was like, you know, it's almost like how you, you know, how when you're in church and you agree with, yes, what, you know, you yes. just have to, like, want to say amen because of the fact that when you, you know, when you truly agree and you, you know, you just, it's a passion of yours and, yeah. you know, you can either relate or you mm-hmm. have helped others and empower others to see that. It just, yes. you know, you can't help but say yes and agree. Absolutely. So you also, you also mm. mentioned that, that how you create the life you, you've always known you were supposed to live. Could you share a little bit more about what that truly means with us, the listeners? Yes. I, 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 even with that, I believe that we – Again, we're created with greatness inside of us. And I, and I just want to have the listeners go back, go back to your childhood and in your child state. Children have huge imaginations, and they create and they dream these lives. And I remember as a little girl, I knew the type of life that I wanted to live. It was very clear to me. I didn't know how I was going to get it, but it was very clear to me. I wanted to have my family. I wanted for things to be very peaceful. Uh, I wanted to live in a house. I wanted to have a relationship where there was fun. There was like these things that I dreamed of, and Mm -hmm. I didn't know how I was going to get them. But what happens is somewhere along the line in life, as we go through various experiences, we stop dreaming. And then we just accept. I like to say we accept the dishes that life has served us. Mm. But that child knew the life that you were supposed to live. Mm. And until we can go back to tapping into that and remembering no, I was when I was a kid dreaming about my adult life, it was not full of chaos, it was not full of debt, it was not full of breakdowns, it was just joyous. Mm-hmm. Were there situations that would come up? Yes, but this this chronic um chaos that we see in life mm-hmm. that was never a part of that imagination and that vision. So I, I'm saying this and trying to paint the picture so we can go back into our childhoods. And I just believe that that child knew the life we were supposed to live. Mm-hmm. And that life is still available for us. However, it's like you said, we have to work at it. You have to be mm-hmm. intentional. So as opposed to just accepting the, the dishes that life is serving, we have to create our own dishes. Mm-hmm. That's good. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's good. I absolutely love it. And I love the way that you say that we need to relate back to, you know, our childhood. And that's mm-hmm. something I've never truly thought about. Because as you mentioned, when you think about, as a kid, you have these big dreams and yes. I'm going to do yes. this and I'm going to yes. do that. And then as we get older, it's like the fear comes in and it's like, oh, wait, pump the brake, stop. No, <laughs> I can't do that, you know. And, yes, we need to go back to how yes. we were dreaming as kids 
Yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's that's good. Before that's, we that's, got ran into the naysayers, before people mm-hmm. started telling us what we couldn't do, what we, what we weren't supposed to do, I just believe that it was put in us. It was mm-hmm. deposited in us, and if we can just move beyond all that, just push it out the way, and allow our minds to start creating again, to tap back into that inner child. Mm-hmm. Just remember what what was the vision that we had for life and then ask if, mm-hmm. if I'm not living it what do I need to do mm-hmm. that's good if I'm not living it what do I need to do mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely so then that really you know kind of touches the one um, purpose I love that you believe that everyone can live sensationally so what are some ways that you think others can find what their purpose is if they really don't have a clue. Purpose is a funny thing, and I think the word itself um, is more lavish (laughs) than what it is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But I think it's that thing that pulls you. And and sometimes, again, because of life experiences, we, we lose touch. But that thing that pulls you, and one thing that I will... Uh, suggest, if I may, is to schedule some quiet time with yourself. And at bare minimum, I'd say like an hour, start out just doodling. And doodling is a an exercise that takes our mind into its free-flowing state. Start out doodling. But as you're doodling, asking yourself, what is it that brings me great joy? And what is it that really pains my heart? And as those things start showing up, just write them down. Just write them down. And allow it to flow. And after it's quiet, after your mind has gotten quiet and nothing else is flowing, go back and look at that list and ask which one has the greatest pull. I show up every day, Jerisha, because the thought of women going to work, feeling the way that I used to feel, mm-hmm. pains my heart. Mm-hmm. That brings me to such a sadness. And so it's, it's like my mission to get the word out and help them understand mm-hmm. that we have options. We can do other things and we can choose other routes. But it's it's really like what pulls, and it could be, you know, if you enjoy working with children and working with children just brings you the most joy out of everything else you're doing, then that's probably it. But a lot of times because it comes easy for us, we think that it's not a big deal. And you're like, nah, that can't be my purpose. That can't be my purpose. Mm-hmm. And I'll say naturally, over more so than easy, because this is not easy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let me be clear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you also help entrepreneurs, you know, fall back in love with their businesses. What are some ways, you know, that you recommend as far as to prevent or overcome the burnout from those entrepreneurs? that um, that need to really fall back in love with their business. Yes. I'm going to say the first thing I want to say is um, ask yourself why. 
What was your why? Why didn't you start your business? And be honest with yourself. Sometimes we get involved with things and, and maybe we um, jump the gun. And we thought that that was the thing, but then you get into it and you learn that's really not the thing. So be honest with yourself. And if your truth is saying this is not really what I want to do, then give yourself permission to exit. Give yourself Mm -hmm. permission to exit and and discover what it is that you really want to do. Um, We are in a time right now where we're quarantined and and we have this, this, coronavirus going on with people taking ill, people leaving this this earth. I always say life is too short, but I I think it is heightened for me in this time where life is too short for us to pretend. Life is too short to continue doing things that really don't bring you joy. So start to analyze. But if you're in your business and it is what you enjoy, you know that's what you're supposed to be doing, but you have just hit burnout, I want to ask you to look at your practice of self-care. How often are you pouring into you? And as entrepreneurs, you know, it's easy. We, we're like burning the candles at both ends. We're sun up to sundown. We just got to go hard because we got to make it work, you know. But mm-hmm. that's all for someone else. That's all for those people out there. How often are you practicing self-care? One thing that I um, started doing that really helped me was uh, just getting up and working out, making that the first thing. And make that the first thing, not the activity itself, but the mindset is I'm going to do something for me before I do something for anyone else. So making sure that you're practicing self-care, get some help. If you're at a place where you can hire out, hire out. I mean, we we used to think it was a wonderful thing to be, you know, the baker, the cook, the candlestick maker. But Mm -hmm. realistically, that's not how we are supposed to operate. I don't believe that these bodies, these temples that we've been given are supposed to just be run to the ground. And then I would also say... um, as we are handling business sometimes, and, and especially entrepreneurs, if you don't have the support staff, you know, you have to do everything. You have to be the accounts receivable. <laughs> you have to be you know, accounts payable. You, you have to do it all, empty the trash. But um, make sure there is time in your day every single day to do the thing that you love, mm-hmm. to do the Thank thing you. that you love. So what would you say, then, is the one thing you wish you would have known when you started your business? The one thing, it would take much longer than I ever dreamed it would take. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. If I have to just be very honest that, yes, we we jump into it and we're gung ho and it's like yes I'm helping people I'm gonna save the world and <laughs> you get one door slammed and another door slammed and another mm-hmm. door slammed and and you got to keep getting up you got to keep getting up mm-hmm. it's gonna take a lot longer than you ever imagined mm-hmm. absolutely 
I completely agree with you. <laughs> yes, it does. And you, like you said, you don't realize that um, because of, you know, we have these big dreams and these big goals and, and we jump in and it's like, yes. And then, you know, you get some no's <laughs> and you have to be willing to, you know, accept the no, just keep, you know, yeah. keep moving forward and not allow that to, you know, stop you from, um, you know, growing and, and truly working on your, your passion and your purpose. So absolutely. Yes, <laughs> yes mm-hmm. absolutely. <laughs> so what would you say has been your biggest accomplishment up to this point? I think my biggest accomplishment has been stepping out of my comfort zone. Stepping out of my comfort zone, uh, prior to this, I you would have always heard me say I'm a behind-the-scenes type girl. But mm-hmm. reaching other people requires you to come from behind the scenes. And so stepping out of my comfort zone so that I could truly be seen and reach others. Mm-hmm. And then on the flip side of that, what would you say has been your biggest challenge then? <laughs> I think this goes in line with what I was just saying. My biggest challenge um, <laughs> has has been accepting the fact that not everyone would celebrate what I was doing. Not mm-hmm. everyone would support what I was doing. Um, and, and some of those everyones are people that are close to you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's so real. That is so real. Yes. And you don't, you know, until you go out and say, okay, I'm going to start or launch this mm-hmm. business, um, you, you don't, you know, you, you just, you, you, you won't understand, honestly, how yeah. many people will not support you that you thought for sure would support you. I think yes. friends, yes. family, um, like you said, the close, you know, some of the closest people in our lives, and mm-hmm. for whatever reason, we can't allow that to stop us from, no. you know, launching that business and moving no. forward. And so many people have, though. They, my goodness, how many people have allowed it just to stop them dead in their tracks? Like, okay, well, you know, I don't have the support. Yes, it is not a good feeling at all. I have been right. there. It's not a good feeling when you don't mm-hmm. have the support of others. But that is just there to make you stronger. It makes you stronger. When you get forward. to the other side, mm-hmm. it's just amazing. Or you're like, yes, you have all of this energy and all of this excitement, and you're just so overjoyed that you didn't stop. I'm gonna, I don't know if we're going to get to this, but I, I just want to say something really quickly um, okay. now because this has been so fresh on my heart recently. I believe that every new business owner, entrepreneur, should go through personal development work mm-hmm. because what I have found in, in working with people is what happens and what stops them in their tracks is that they've not yet built their own belief system and self. They've not yet learned how to deal with their own negative chatter. So when someone from the outside comes along and confirms what your negative chatter is saying, you're just like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm done. I can't. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. You know. But when mm-hmm. you when you go through and you do your work and, and you build up yourself, you build up your own belief system and, and you know how to navigate around the negative information that's coming at you, then you don't have to stop. And you, you're not inclined to stop because someone else is not supporting you or someone is saying no. You have a clear understanding of what your purpose and what your mission is, and that's what continues to drive you. Absolutely. That Yes, yes. That is, I'm so happy that you said that because Thank that you. is, it's, it's so important. It's mm-hmm. so important. And so, you know, for those entrepreneurs, business owners out there. And it's not too late. Um, I definitely think that if you don't have any kind of, um, you know, mentor coach that can give you some kind of personal development, personal training, because we know, um, of course, you know, um, as coaches that in order, you know, you have to grow yourself in order to grow your business. Mm, yeah. And growing yourself means, you know, really um, – Diving into that personal development and um, in your mindset and yeah, mm-hmm. so absolutely. And that's the best so, part yeah. of growing the business. <laughs> it is. It really, it really is. I mean, that's half the battle. They think you think you're yes. growing the business, but you can't grow the business because you're in the way. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You still need to get on out of the way. And, you know, in order for you to get out of the way, that means you have to develop yourself because you won't get out of the way. Yes, right. absolutely, so that you can grow your business. And, I, you know, I would almost say that people can't grow their businesses because of the fact that they have not grown, you know, so, themselves. You know, it, that is yes, right. you have to grow yourself. You know, that I don't think it's an option. I think that is something that you right. truly need to do. Yes. So, yes. yeah, I think people think that, it. you know, they feel like it is optional. Like, oh, this is something, you know, because they feel like they, you know, they, from the business side of things, like, oh, I got this, I got this, I got this, yeah. until you don't. <laughs> you know, you don't. until you, you don't you have it. You always show up. You, I say you, you are always with you. And I thought about this. I was actually thinking about this earlier today for whatever reason. But you look at people who are successful, and Michael Jackson came to mind. Um, Very, very successful, but hadn't done his own internal work. And I believe had he done some self-work, he would still be here today. Because he was driven by the success. That's what made him feel as though he were important. And if you are an individual where success is taken away from you and you're now nothing, that's a sad state. So we have so many, you know, a a Marvin Gaye who just super talented but not dealing with self. And no matter how successful you become, self is with you. So self is going to show up. We hear about these people who, you know, the entertainers yelling at their assistants, you know, hitting people. and Self is going to show up. (laughs) That's right. Yes, it will. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what would you say then based off of, you know, all of uh, some of the things that we've talked about tonight and, you know, whether you want to, you know, kind of piggyback on that, what kind of advice or what advice do you have to give to, you know, others? Um, and, you know, it could very well be what you just mentioned, others out there that are looking to start their own business, you know, would you just say that, okay, yeah, you need to make sure you develop self? Is there any other advice that you would give to? I would, um, I would also those? say, yes, 
um, you know, some years back when the computer was a new thing and we had that garbage in, garbage out saying, it mm-hmm. still holds true uh, for individuals. I would say be very selective about what you allow in to your mm-hmm. spirit, mm-hmm. what you're watching, what you're listening to, who you are spending your time with and sharing your space with. Be very selective and make sure that all of those things are adding value to you. If they're not adding value, that means they're subtracting which is going Mm -hmm. to make your journey that much more difficult. The other thing is don't be afraid to ask for help. We remain stuck for so long because we're simply too shy to raise our hand and say, I need some assistance. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Too shy or pride, very prideful. (laughs) You said that one. One or the other. I agree. I was being nice. <laughs> it's one or the other. So, yeah. You know, so yeah, let's go ahead and put that on out there. You know, you pride is just not a good thing to have, especially when you are drowning and need, yeah. you know, really need help and, you know, for whatever reason, won't ask for it. So uh-huh. absolutely, uh-huh. absolutely. Yeah. So we have very much talked about, you know, this COVID-19 crisis and, and how everyone has truly been um, impacted in some kind of way. Could you share um, just a little bit about, you know, how you have been impacted and and perhaps how your business has been impacted? Yes. So I am truly, um, by nature, an introvert. (laughs) So what that means for me personally is that this quarantine has been wonderful. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. I get to sit in my cave and not have to interact mm-hmm. with very many people. That, that has been great. But I want to say um, from a business perspective, I've heard a number of people saying, you know, people don't have money, people aren't buying, they're on jobs and different things like that. And I, I want to say that um, that is a myth for starters, if mm-hmm. we really just pay attention to what's going on. People are hiring, people are spending money. Um, and for me, I have uh, had more people of late raise their hand and ask for help. But then mm-hmm. also because of this COVID-19, I was right before uh, we went into quarantine, I was on the brink of doing a virtual summit. And just because of something else that had transpired in my business, I thought that would be a great idea. And there was a fee attached to it. And my heart just kept saying, remove fees, remove fees. So during this season, I said that there would there would be no fee on programs. Um, coaching is what coaching is, but just programs that I put out. So we took the fee off of it. And I have also just been showing up every day. I, I do something called sensational snacks where I'm just showing up to share, provide encouragement and hope and then nudge being the person that I am (laughs) people to get Mm -hmm. off of their assets and do something different. If this has taken you by surprise and you weren't equipped 
to manage through life, it's time to do something different. I don't believe that our life as we knew it prior to this quarantine and COVID-19 will ever be the same. So if we go back into this game with the same tools, we're going to have a greater problem on our hands. So we have to start asking, what do I need to start doing differently? So impacted, yes, um, but a lot, I'm, a lot of pushing. I'm doing a lot of disruption, Jerisha, Jerisha to, to the best of my ability to have people start asking, what do I need to do differently? Absolutely, absolutely, that's good, that's good. So I know you shared some amazing advice um, this evening, and I truly hope that the listeners actually have their, you know, pen and <laughs> notebook, um, because you've shared some, you know, some amazing nuggets um, this evening. But if you could, you know, just share one piece of advice that you would give the listeners on how they can empower their own growth and success journey, what would, what would that be? To empower their own growth and success journey, start reading. Mm-hmm. Start reading. Look at people whom have already gone where it is that you're trying to go. One of my mentors says that success leaves clues, and the clues are all around us. We just need to follow them. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. That's another great, you know, some more great advice um, for the evening. Another, you know, really great nugget. I thank you so much for sharing that. Mm-hmm. So could you share, um, is there any big plans for your business for the future or what's actually coming up on the horizon for you? Yes, I have a couple of things that are coming up Um in the short term, I will be offering a free. So we're, I'm trusting God during this COVID season. Absolutely. things here. But <laughs> a mm-hmm. um, six-week course on um, success principles, Jack Canfield's success principles. I'm going to mm-hmm. offer a six-week course on that, and that is starting um, Monday after next. I'm trying to think of the date, and I can't, but this Monday is the 4th, so I think the 11th. That will yes. start, and that's that's going to be um, via Zoom. And what it does is it allows people to come together. One of the things um, isolation does is it, it perpetuates um, depression. So I've been trying to figure out ways to bring people together and have us co-create so that we don't have any type of emotional fallout as a result of this, which we are seeing. Um, The other thing, I just completed the virtual Sensational Woman uh, Summit, and there was a lot of great feedback, and they're already asking when's the next one. So the next one will be in July. And that is um, a summit where I actually brought 10 women together, 10 including myself, and we basically touched on all areas of life. We talked about Mm -hmm. uh, time management. There was um, building your confidence, living victoriously, um, getting healthy the better way, um, finances. And I did a piece on trauma. So there was 
there was like almost every area of life was touched upon, and we did it over a five-day period, two speakers per day. So that'll be coming back in July. Awesome. Amazing. You have some amazing things coming up on the horizon. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. So how could you share also um, how the listeners can stay connected with you and support your efforts? Sure. Um, First, I want to say I talked about touching on these nine areas of life. So if anyone out there is interested, I have something called a Sensational Life Path Assessment Plan. Um, What that is is it touches on nine areas, and it allows you to rank where you are in each area of your life. If that is something that you're interested in, that is another uh, complimentary gift, and you can get that at bit.ly bit.ly forward slash um, feather, F-E-A-T-H-E-R, freebie, <laughs> F-R-E-E-B-I-E. In terms of connecting with me, you can find me on my website, which is Catherine James. Here is my caveat always. Catherine is spelled C-A-T-H-R-I-N-E, only one E. Not in the middle. <laughs> KatherineJames.com on Instagram. Uh, it's um, I am Catherine James. And then Facebook is Catherine James Enterprises. Perfect. Thank you so much. Well, it has definitely been, you know, an honor and a pleasure yeah. to have you as a guest on the show. <laughs> you are absolutely amazing. And I'm sure so many wonderful nuggets. I've time with you. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So I truly, you know, just want to wish you much success and blessings as you continue on your journey. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you again for having me. This has been awesome. Thank you, Jerisha. You're so welcome. So, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to tonight's show with our special guest, Catherine Jane. Catherine shared her amazing story and journey to encourage you for, I'm sorry, to encourage you, to encourage you, equip and empower you for growth and success. If you are interested in being a guest on the show, starting your own radio show or low-cost advertising, highlighting your business, book, or event, please email envisionb at empoweronpurpose.com. Please tune in next week where you are hearing an amazing story and journey from another leader, influencer, and motivator. Until next time, be blessed. Thank you for listening to the Empower Hour with Jerisha, where Jerisha speaks with leaders, influencers, and motivators who share their journeys in personal and professional growth, empowerment tips, lessons learned, and keys of success that will empower you to be your best self. Follow Jerisha on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Jerisha Moore and visit EmpowerOnPurpose.com. And remember to be intentional and be empowered and have a great day on purpose.